Welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast, hosted by Craig Phillips and Jeff Torrey. Visit us at FantasyFootballProfit.com. And now your hosts, Craig and Jeff. Welcome everyone to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast. I'm Craig Phillips, joined as always by Jeff Torrey. And today we're talking week nine NFL fantasy football. We got the mailbag today, so we're going to run through all of your questions uh, before we do that, though, make sure you guys go check us out on Twitter at the FF Profit or Instagram at Fantasy Football Profit, YouTube.com slash Fantasy Football Profit, website FantasyFootballProfit.com, all those good places. We do this mailbag show every week, so best places to go on uh, Instagram, get some questions in to us, which I'm going to read off a bunch of them right now from the different listeners here. If, it, if it'll load, that'd be a good thing for me, wouldn't it? All right, here we go. Got some questions. Elvis Cardona, he says, should I start Mark Andrews this week? I'm skeptical against the Colts. So Mark Andrews, I I mean, I'm going to say yes, because I highly doubt you still have, even though Andrews has been struggling, I highly doubt you have another player at tight end that I would rather play than Andrews, because there's no way you have Andrews and Kelsey, right? I mean, the tight end position isn't great. So who, who would you possibly even start over Andrews this week. Kelsey for sure, right? Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, Travis Kelsey would be starting no matter I mean, what. maybe you'd think about Darren Waller, maybe. Yeah, I mean, know, and, but, <laughs> right? Like, Mark Andrews has been struggling. Indianapolis is a good D. So if you did have Robert Tanyan or or even Hawkinson at this point, Jonas Smith, Darren Waller, I would, I would think about it, but I would still lean towards Mark Andrews. I think you have to believe in yeah. the talent, um, you know, you know, tight end is such a grab bag anyway. I would rather have the high upside with with a guy that can t- catch a lot of touchdowns rather than uh, you know Hawkinson or or, or right. Tanyan who really has had one major game. So I, I think Mark Andrews still is above all those guys. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I think I think you might be right on. No, I, I would still go with Mark Andrews. Yeah, without a doubt. All right, next question from It's Your Boy Gino. He says, am I crazy to sit Zeke for Brita McKissick? Yeah, you are. Yeah, for Brita and McKissick. One of those two, yeah. I mean, oh, one of them. Okay, I thought like I both get of them. it. I was like, oh my God. Zeke, Zeke's been struggling. And the matchup's not great. He's playing Pittsburgh. But yeah, you can't do that. I mean, but he, I, you know what? Zeke probably finds his way out of my top 10 this week. I, I, I probably, I believe he's going to. I haven't finished these ranks, but I have a good feeling he's going to be around 11 or 12 for me. Um, not a good matchup, and he hasn't been playing well. And I think they're starting like – I can't remember. who. What's his name? Um, God, I'm going to go crazy. I know he used to play for Texas. Gilbert something. <laughs> what's What the heck is his name? This is who – this is ridiculous. This is who they're starting here, Jeff. Um God, I got to look this up on, on Twitter real quick. Yeah, Garrett oh, Gilbert. Okay. Garrett Gilbert is the Cowboys starting quarterback this week. I mean, Garrett Gilbert. They would have to run a lot. <laughs> you would say, we'll see how that goes against Pittsburgh. Yeah. You know, I mean, they could get they could get ugly quick, right? And that's going to be bad news for Zeke if it does that. You, yeah, uh, I think I think the thing that surprises me the most about the last two weeks is he's only had a catch per game. You would think that with a right. young quarterback, once again, I always go back to this, but it's a lot easier to dump it off to a running back or a tight end than make that down the field throw, no matter how good your wide receivers are. So you would think that they would try to implement more simple passes to Zeke or, or get your good players in space. But once again, to your point, you know, coaching is only, <laughs> you know, 
Mike you, McCarthy. You take man. what you can get, I guess. Mike McCarthy. All right, <laughs> Chris, Christian asks, who should I start at? Uh, it's going to be a flex spot or wide receiver spot. So here are his options. Jacoby Myers, C.D. Lamb, Emmanuel Sanders, Cole Beasley. So earlier on in the year, I think you would have clearly just gone C.D. Lamb, right? This would have been pretty simple. I mean, I don't think it's that simple, though, anymore. To I me, would, I, yeah, I wouldn't play C.D. Lamb. So I don't even know what Mano Sanders' status is. Um, oh, you know, he didn't play last week, but either way, he's not. he wouldn't be my option. It would be either C.D. Lamb or Cole Beasley for me. That's who I'd be going through, going for. And who is the, there was one more in there. Who is the other person? Uh, Jacoby Myers, but I'm not. Oh, okay. I'm not going for yeah. that. You know, honestly, I think I might lean I Beasley. Think I was gonna say I'd go Cole. Yeah. Yeah, I feel safer about it. Um, yeah, I feel a little safer about it. I I don't. I mean, it is definitely he's been up and down, but he's been okay. And you're gonna go against a Seattle team that scores a lot of points. You're gonna have to throw it. You know why not? I take the upside guy, yep. and I I would rather have. Cole Beasley than relying on CD Lamb to, you know, somehow overcome their quarterback woes. All right. Next up, Dr. Gauthier. Gauthier. Is it now is now is now the time to trade away Jonathan Taylor? Seems like Wilkins and Hines are getting more touches than people expected. And I'm wondering if his value is going to plummet over the next few weeks. You know, that's not a terrible thought process right there. Um yeah, I, I well, once again, it all comes back to what do you need on your team? Do you already have other running backs you can, you know, you can lean on? Mm-hmm. Um, and if you don't, it's very difficult to get rid of him and get the, get another yeah. running back that's going to have his type of upside. Uh, I, I, you know, I'd explore the market. Yeah. Maybe. I'm not against it by any means, especially get something you like for it. Why yeah. not? Playing against Baltimore this week. That's not a great matchup. So I could see it going bad for him and his value does plummet. So maybe I'd explore. I don't know what you get for it, um, but you know, this I would I would I would ask around, see what's there. Uh, a mod asks, "What should I do with Clyde Edwards Alaire? I, I mean, play him. Yeah, what can you do with yeah, him? Yeah, you, you pretty much have him. to play him. Just play him. I think you know he's still going to be a borderline top ten for me. I think he's going to be okay. I'm not that worried yet." Stay motivated 2020 as should I start both Thielen and Jefferson versus the Lions? And I'm going to say, go ahead. Yeah. Yep. Why not? Yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm sure it's, it's okay. All right, here we go. Another Mark Andrews question. This is from Brandon. He asked, should I start Mark Andrews or Noah Fant? So Mark Andrews against the Colts, Noah Fant at Atlanta. It's a great matchup. It really is. I still go Mark Andrews. I do too. Noah Fant hasn't really done anything spectacular. You know, even if even if Andrews is on his course, you might lose out by a point or two. You know, I think it, I'd rather have that upside once again. Yep. All right. Brother Coffee Bean says, when is Des Bryant seeing the field? Honestly, I don't know. <laughs> Never. I don't know if he will. I'm not sure about that. Yeah, I, I would be highly skeptical that he's going to see the field at all this year. And even if he does, I would not be willing to put him in my lineup uh, I don't think it's going to happen quick enough for for anyone to feel comfortable with him. And let's be honest, like he uh, a couple, what, two years ago now, or is it just last year? Man, I can't even remember 2020, but uh, <laughs> I remember when Des Bryant, he signed yeah. with the saints, right? Last, it was last uh, year, right? Yeah, it was last year. Last year, right? Okay. Yeah. yeah. And um, he wasn't even quite himself then. And At least then I think he, it was uh, last year. Achilles, no, 
Wait, now I'm losing my mind yeah, too. I know, was it yeah, last year? <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm all over the place, man. But yeah, I, I highly doubt it. I, I don't, I don't see it happening. I, I would love it, but um, you know, I think, I think Dez's career is pretty much over. Yeah. Says uh, he's uh, a couple more questions here from Brother Coffee Bean. He says Breeze is playing the Bucks this week. Should I bench him and add Drew Locke? So I mean, you know, that's not the craziest thought in the world. I was gonna say I kind of like where his head is at. Yeah, Locke's playing against Atlanta. It's a it's a the matchups look like they're in your favor, but I'll say I'm not gonna do it. I'm I couldn't. <laughs> I'm I'm still not gonna like. I'm not actually gonna make that move. The ranks I will tell you. I don't think they're gonna be that far off in my ranks, but I still can't go with that. At least I just can't. Yeah, I'm still gonna go with Breeze, but I like I truly like where your head is at. I think that is not a crazy thought. I, I really don't. I, I think that Breeze is definitely safer, and I don't know if Locke has too much more upside. So I would take the safer bet on this one. But uh I mean but yeah, I don't know. The Saints just aren't quite the same as they used to be. Uh Leo asked Darius Slayton or Corey Davis. Ooh, I Ah, personally, I like Corey Davis. Yeah, I'm going to go Corey Davis, too. So Slayton is playing against uh, Washington. Corey Davis is playing against Chicago. They'll probably be similar, you know, very similar in the ranks, but I'm going to go Corey Davis. I, I just, I like Corey Davis there. Bready Spaghetti, John Brown, Mike Williams, DJ Moore. I'll go DJ Moore. It's yeah, standard scoring I mean, too, so yeah. Either way, I'm, I like I like it's still DJ Moore for me. He's yeah, good for four I, I for ninety three. Four for ninety three. Expect that maybe if you're lucky, might get the touchdown. <laughs> but last last game was actually a lot worse. That was that Thursday night or he, he didn't he he got a big catch like a thirty or forty yarder in the very last drive that made his numbers even look respectable. I don't even know if he had a catch till then. It was pretty uh pretty ugly. All right. Irish boy says, what should I do with Kenyon Drake? He grabbed him off the waivers. So if you have the spot on the bench, keep him around there. I don't know really his timetable right now on when he's going to be back. So just keep him on your bench. If you can, you know, see if maybe he comes back or if Chase Edmonds doesn't steal the job from him, which this is that opportunity for Chase Edmonds. He's looked, he's looked good when he's gotten opportunity. I think last year, what Chase Edmonds had one game, one chance to actually be the starter. And he looked really good in that one game. So is he going to take it and run with it? It's possible. So I don't know. Could, could yeah, happen. I, I was going to say, I really like uh, if you're at Chase Edmonds at the moment, big possibility yeah. that he really does take it and he doesn't look back. He's already the pass catching back really in that offense. Kyler Murray is going kind of crazy this year. So I think that uh, if he expands on that role at all, he'd probably be the, the running back to, to have for the rest of the season. So we'll find out. All right. Uh, question here from Christian. He says, would you trade away Josh Jacobs and Robbie Anderson to get DeAndre Hopkins? So he has Kenny Galladay, who's uh, now out. Keenan Allen's his other receiver. His running backs are Jonathan Taylor, Chris Carson. So you'd still have Taylor Carson. Then you'd have Keenan Allen, DeAndre Hopkins, or it's going to be what? Man. I don't, I don't love your, I don't love the running backs without Josh Jacobs. So, cause his running backs without Josh Jacobs are Jonathan Taylor, Chris Carson and Chris Carson. I mean, is he going to even play this week? And Jonathan yeah. Taylor, like we've talked about, hasn't been, it's been a struggle. Is DeAndre Hopkins worth that much more? Do you think, or do you want to keep Josh? That's actually a really close one for me. 
It, a tough it time with this one. I mean, obviously, I like DeAndre Hopkins a little bit better, but I think with the makeup of your team, I wouldn't do it. Well, because they've got to think of Taylor, on but, the other hand, too, is we just saw well, him kind of uh, dip a little bit. So if you're going to count on Jonathan Taylor and Carson to be both healthy and productive, I think that is a very dangerous proposition. Well, I'm trying to look at this. I'm trying to look at the the, the, the roster, just trying to think of what the, the starters would be or whatever the guys. So you have, on one, one hand, you have, you know, Jonathan Taylor, Chris Carson, DeAndre Hopkins, Keenan Allen, you know, then if out that you have Josh Jacobs, what Jonathan Taylor, Keenan Allen, Robbie Anderson. Yeah. Robbie Anderson. And then, I mean, I, I don't. And then, well, then you'd have Carson if he's got a flex. So So you could put him in there if not. So we don't know like the, the added person that would probably come into play in this, but I, I don't think, I love DeAndre Hopkins. And is he a huge upgrade from Robbie Anderson? Yes. But has Robbie Anderson been. Okay. Here we go. Here we go. I I should, I I should have said the PPR. Oh, it is PPR. I think I do it PPR the way Hopkins has been racking up targets. I don't, I don't know if that changes my mind necessarily. Like I said, I like, I like DeAndre, DeAndre Hopkins more, but I, right now the, the way your team looks frightens me. I mean, I think you, I would actually need to know where you stand in the ranks and how many games, you know, you would need to in order to get in the playoffs or already in the playoffs. And then you can just kind of wait. That'd be, that'd be one thing. I think if you're already in that position that you're going to make the playoffs and you can, you, you don't need to win the next couple of games. Cause we don't know what, what is going to really go on with Carson or Jonathan Taylor for that matter. Um, then I think I would take the risk, but otherwise I don't think you even make it to the playoffs right now because I, I I don't know if he makes up for the the possible collapse of your running back position. All right. I'm going to end this off with one last question here from Mr. David Lawrence. We've talked about Corey Davis a little bit. So he's just, he was just wondering instant reaction. This was from last Sunday about instant reaction or is this overreaction is Corey Davis, the real deal officially he says, or were teams he played against just, you know, honing in on AJ Brown. So do you think he's the real deal here? Well, <laughs> I was going to say. I think, uh, okay, I think there's a mix there. I think, I think it's going to actually be both. I think, I think the answer can actually be a, like a, a mix of both of those things where I think Corey Davis is a really talented player and he's showing some of that, but AJ Brown, I think helps because I do think that takes some of the attention away from Corey Davis and it opens him up. So I think it's kind of a both thing. I think Corey Davis is good. And it's finally showing he has a good team. He's a good quarterback. And A.J. Brown's helping him as well. A.J. Brown's better, but it's helping Corey Davis be a good wide receiver. I mean, look, look what a good receiver does to players. Look what Antonio Brown did for Juju, you know? Juju was great with Antonio Brown. And without him, he's he's not great. Corey Davis has been pretty good with a, a better receiver on the, you know out there with him. So I kind of think it's I think it's a real thing. Yeah, I do too. And I, that was kind of the point I was getting at is like, do I know that like real deal, quote unquote, do I know that if AJ Brown across from him, if he was the only guy, you know, would he have gotten here anyway? I'm not so sure now that he's here. Do I think that he will keep being productive? I do. Um, But that is an interesting offense anyway, because usually they don't go too heavily uh, to any one person. Mm-hmm. AJ Brown is a kind of a phenom for as many fancy points as he puts up for the amount of catches he gets. Right. But Corey Davis 
you know, people kind of forget because if you don't produce in your first year or two, you, you kind of get thrown out to that, yeah. you know, Was never made it kind of pattern. But you're year, year was, four. And he came year four. Yeah. And he came from a smaller college, you know, Western Michigan. Um, and he had to kind of deal with the Mariota years, which nothing mm-hmm. against him. He just never developed into a great, you know, throwing quarterback. I, I think it, it took a little bit to get, to get like back into the mindset of being a, a top end wide receiver. I do think he is for real, but uh, I do want to say that this is a small sample size for saying that because really he's mm-hmm. only played five games this year. And uh, it is very small. So I, I don't want to go too far onto it, but I do believe that we're seeing Corey Davis finally putting it together. And I, I really do think that he's a far more talented player than we've even seen so far. Uh, I'm on board with that. So, all right, that'll do it for week nine mailbag. We'll be back Sunday night. Talk about the games of week nine. We're really getting close to playoff time. Shoot. We're going to start talking about playoff matchups almost next week for teams that are clinched. Start looking at some defenses, stuff like that. You're getting yeah. geared up for the playoffs. We're about that time where if you're wrapping up playoff spots this week, I mean, there's teams that are going to do that. Like you just got to start, we'll start talking about planning ahead. And that's how I think how you can win championships is actually getting ahead of some of your, uh, you know, opponents and finding that, those matchups and oh without doubt it's time, like to, that. time to tweak your team even kickers mm-hmm. and, and things that people take for granted it's yep. time to really look Do at that. all that look at more honestly this is to me this is when i like to get handcuffs is now i don't worry about i don't like handcuffs earlier in the year this is the time to get handcuffs for me so you just yeah. shore up those those spots so here's a question how much mm-hmm. is a handcuff a handcuff worth if you if you're a playoff team and mm-hmm. you're you know and you can still trade i mean it depends how, how much on, are they really well, worth to me, it depends. I mean, it depends on which one, but it also depends on if you're behind, if you're beyond bye weeks enough where you don't need those bench spots, you know, for actual players that are going to play. If you're, if you're at a spot where you have a bunch of bench spots that don't need to be taken up by players that are going to use bye weeks, you know, it's actually, I would, I would actually overpay sometimes like to get an Alexander Madison for with, if you're a Dalvin Cook owner, Madison wasn't great in that game. He had the opportunity, but still, if Cook were to go down again and Cook is, you know, that's a, that's a big thing to miss. But if he goes down and you don't have Madison, you're in a world of hurt. You need to have Madison. I would overpay. I wouldn't, I'm not going to give away a starter, but I'm going to give away a player that's probably going to be better than him for most weeks, obviously, you know, that could be a starter for another team. Like, you know, if, how, how deep, how deep do you make sure you keep on your bench then? Because we'll, ju- I guess we'll just use uh, two, two in a flex, uh, or we could do two, yeah. or three. But let's say two, two in a flex, right? So you have two running back, two wide receivers and a flex. Do you always make sure that you have like three available running backs and like four I mean, wide receivers or how, how do you look at that usually? Once it gets to this point, if you're pretty much clinched, I like to, and going to the playoffs, I like to have maybe one or two spots beyond your starters, but I don't need much more than that. I don't, I don't need, there's a lot of stuff I don't need. I like to, I'm, if you don't have like the, a set defense, I'll, I'll roster. I've, I've been known to roster three defenses before. Like I'll have backed, I'll have like three weeks worth, you know, the one I'm using this week and the one I want to use the next two weeks. Like I will do that kind of stuff and then use a couple spots for handcuffs. I really think that's how you can win. I don't like having too many decisions either. I'll be honest in my lineups. I don't like it. I like to just know these are my starters. This is where I'm going. I'm not going to play the matchups too much because hopefully I'm not, I'm not having to like, this is where I'm at. So, but you could like, that's the difference though. If you're, if you've been streaming quarterback, then you, then you're going to load up on some quarterback. Right. You need to have a couple, this is, that's when you start looking ahead and you, you need to have a, you know, honestly, 
two, three quarterbacks on your team, at least if you're streaming, same thing with even, you know, tight end can get like that right now. I think this might be the first year where it could be in multiple cases mm -hmm. because of all the injuries and and people Mm -hmm. underperforming, but yeah, quarterback and tight end will not Mm -hmm. be a surprise this year. Yeah. And to be in like players like, um, on your bench, like Devontae Freeman's hurt, but even if he wasn't like Devontae Freeman's like a player to get rid of for me. Like, I don't need him. If he's not going to be anywhere near my lineup, why is he on my team? I, you know, it's just pointless. If, if one of my starters gets hurt, hopefully then I have their handcuff. That's how it's going to work. I don't need what? to go waiver wire diving for these guys. Here, here's the last question. Then we can cut it off. But I, I asked about how much it would be worth to get your handcuff. What do you do right now? If you're a playoff team or not, mm-hmm. you have someone else's handcuff. You have Matt, oh, yeah. you have Pollard, Paul, oh, yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe Zeke won't matter. Yeah. But you Pollard isn't as um, Pollard isn't as exciting anymore, but right, he's still right. something. He's still something. He's he's, he's there, yeah. Madison. Um, shoot, before it would have been Chase Edmonds. That's now, you know, hopefully then that's another key. Hopefully you had Chase Edmonds. But um, I can't even, there's other situations that would work. But Well, it's, it's a very strange year because usually the backups are a little more straightforward. Mm-hmm. Madison is probably the big one. Um, well, because even like Mike Davis would have been, but he's been playing, so he's now on right. rosters. Right, um, stuff, people you know, probably player, players like that, like Edward Tolaire, It's Bell, and they're 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 well, both playing. I was going to say that that's a weird one because some of these aren't necessarily handcuffs. They're they're yeah. A and B, um, and the same thing say, with the Packers. Have, Packers are Jones is right. there, so his backups are all playing, and Jamal Williams is on COVID IR now. So you're back to like Dexter Williams and Tyler Irvin, and it's just like it's and AJ Dillon's I think on COVID IR too. So it's just yeah. unreal. It's, you know, a lot of these backups are already being they're out there, you know, but that's okay. So I, I, I yeah. So, I mean, it's kind of difficult and we won't know what that means in a, a couple of, of weeks. We'll probably know a little more, but even for that, we'll say, you know, man, my guess, the same thing with cream hunt. I could go down the list. It really is. It, it I don't truly know if is. It yeah. matters to be honest. Well, like it's still like even, it still does with some of them. Carson, Joe Mixon, Gio is already playing. Yeah, Gio's playing too. So There's, it ends crazy. up being you might have to wait then if your trade deadline hasn't passed. You wait, I guess, until um, like if you have a Joe Mixon, if you don't have Gio, wait till Joe Mixon's back. Well, you wait till right. he's back, and then Gio is not a thing for the other guys much. You know, well, here's the thing: say even if it was that right, and you don't necessarily need that player, but you do have Gio, even though he's going to be playing and he's going to probably do well. I mean, do you think about trading that guy to whoever has Mixon for a try to do a King's Ransom kind of thing? And yeah. is that worth it? Or would you rather starve that that team if they're, you know, on the playoff bubble? I would I would try to trade. I'd try to I would try to trade him there if you didn't need him. I would I would see what but I could get. That, I mean, that could be in a lot of these cases. You might have a better. I mean, same thing with. Edmonds might be a different one because you mm-hmm. potentially might have the the number one guy. But if you even if you have Davis, uh, McCaffrey owners, <laughs> I don't know if you're in the playoff hunt. But like that would be another one where it's kind of like okay, well he's you know they should be transitioning back. I, I'll lose a game, but let me trade you. I mean, what you would do pretty much all of those situations. I, a lot of it, yeah. Honestly, I just if if you're in a spot where you don't need him, I'm I'm good with it. Don't go too crazy, but I'm good with it. I like to shore up my team, and I got my I got my team ready for the playoff run. Oh, you know, I'm not in that spot yet. I'm in a playoff battle right now, so you can trade everybody, though, Jeff. Your team's your team's out of it. Oh yeah, oh yeah. You're just fighting. Oh, I, not, I already not did. Up. I mean, I already did. We'll, we'll see gonna, that. Happens, do you but... think you're going to end up with a punishment? I it's it's going to be close. 
I'm not sure. There's three teams that all of us are bottom dwellers at the moment with only a couple of wins. And I think I play one of them near the end. And it's going to be like the Super Bowl right there. Yeah, it'll be interesting. I mean, I leveraged my team last year in order to get the victory, which I did. And this one, I'm just trying to stay out of it. But I was able to sell off McCaffrey. I mean, that one killed me. Sold off McCaffrey, sold off Lamar. So I'm in a really good position. And I got A.J. Brown as an incredibly keep cheaper. Mm-hmm. Cheap keeper. And um, yeah. so I, yeah, so I did what I need to do in order to benefit myself next year. But I think even with the players I have now, I'm not in that much worse of a position. So I think I can eke out a couple more wins and, and, you know, it'll be fun either way. Going for playoff, playoff uh, number 11, playoff if appearance you do, 11 an, in a row. That would be an impressive, a very impressive run. I mean, already it is now, but this will be, uh, is this year 11? This is 11. Yeah. So this will now, uh, this would be my third time missing the playoffs and I'm second to you. So you'd be beating me by three playoff mm-hmm. appearances already, which is, yeah. I mean, it really is something that's pretty crazy that you've, you haven't ever had that, that big injury or something that kept you from it. Oh, I know. I have a big matchup this week. It's going to end it for me if I lose. So I uh, hopefully George Kittle is not that injury then to me. We'll find out. I don't think that one will keep you out of it, but it definitely does. It it takes away an edge that you had. It doesn't help. Yeah. But I don't. I don't think that him. Yeah, I don't think him alone will do. You. All right. Now that'll do it for today. So we'll be back Sunday night. Talk to you guys then.